Welcome to episode 81 of Your Kids Next Read podcast, in which we talk about books and reading for kids of all ages. I'm Alison Tate, author of Middle Grade Adventure Series, The Mapmaker Chronicles, The Adaban Cipher, and my latest, The Maven and Reeve Mystery Series. Usually, I would be here with my co-host, the wonderful Megan Daly, celebrity teacher librarian at Children's Books Daily, and author of Raising Readers, How to Nurture a Child's Love of Books. Megan and I, along with our good friend, author Alison Rushby, are founders of the Your Kids Next Read community on Facebook. Search for Your Kids Next Read there to join us. But this week, I'm serving up something different. Our summer snacks are bite-sized episodes to offer you a feast of authorly goodness over the summer break. Each week, I'm joined by a different Australian author to chat about their latest book, what's coming up for them in 2023, their tips for getting kids reading and writing, as well as a couple of curly summer-based questions. And this week, I've got Zanny Louise on the menu. Zanny is the author of more than 30 kids' books, including picture books, chapter books, and books for 10 to 12-year-olds. We talked about her latest picture book, Pegasus, as well as some exciting news about what's coming in 2023. Welcome to Your Kids Next Read Summer Snack Series. Try saying that fast. Miss Zanny Louise, we are so excited to have you here today. Oh, thank you. I'm super happy to be here. All right. We're going to start out by talking about your latest book, Pegasus. Can -hmm. you tell us all about Pegasus and tell us a little bit about how you came to write Pegasus as well? (laughs) Um, So Pegasus is the combination of two words. And I wonder if anyone can guess what they are. (laughs) Uh, pig and pegasus I forget exactly what conversation we were having but a friend Tanya and I were sitting around the dinner table just sort of rambling and somehow or other she said the word pegasus and I said wow that would just make a really cute picture book character Mm. so I had that little word rocking around in my brain and I was doing some gardening for a friend because we were staying at their place and I was out there with the shovel and the manure and I just. As you do. <laughs> as you do. And I just had the first stanza pop into my head. Pig is, pig is bland, pig is small, pig is not much pig at all. And I was like, oh, I like that. Um, I like that. And I started thinking about who Pegasus was and very quickly I realised she was a she, so a little flying pig. So she wanted to fly. So, of course, it plays on that. Um, old adage of pigs can't fly Um, and so yeah it just went from there so we were camping uh, at some point and I just started playing with that little verse that stanza and next thing I knew yeah I was like wow yep I think that's the story so it's about a pig who wants to fly and she tries various attempts she has various naysayers but she does it and the nice thing about this pig Pegasus book um, that I've found, well, firstly, it's my first book in rhyme. It's my first story in rhyme. It's not my first book in rhyme, but it's my first story in rhyme. Um, And I take it out to the schools with me and it fits so nicely with my school presentation because uh, I, uh, through the story, Pegasus's wings are growing and I asked the kids, why do you think her wings are growing? And they say straight away, no prompts at all. They say she was determined. She tried really hard and she didn't give up. 
she believed in herself, which all just happened to be titles of my humankind series. Of course. <laughs> so it p- works perfectly. So we talk about that, that in the context of like doing the things you're really passionate about, whether it's being a writer or an illustrator or a dancer or a soccer player. Um, and we talk about, you know, how you're going to have many times you're going to try and you're not necessarily going to succeed. But if you're really passionate about something, you can keep on working hard on it. So anyway, it's just got some really nice themes that I didn't really set out to write about, but it just so happens they're in there. Um, And it's illustrated by Anil Tortop, who is a wonderful illustrator based in Brisbane. She's Turkish. She does a lot of funny, comical kind of characters, and she's just absolutely delightful to work with. And it's published by Hardy Grant Egmont. It sounds like a lot of fun. When you're working on something like that, like as you say, it's your first one in rhyme and, you know, you're sort of playing around with it. At what point did you know that it was a story? Like at what point did you know to actually like let's just go with the whole, you know, metaphor? At what point did you know it had wings? (laughs) There's so many good ones you can use for this story. Um, (laughs) So many good puns. It's uh, pretty quickly, like pretty much from that first, when that first verse popped into my head, I worked out the kind of synopsis. Um, So I was like, "Mm, what could this be about? Mm, I think it's about a pig who really wants to fly, but is told she can't. And so then I use the three-act story structure. (laughs) She tries this, she tries this, she tries that. So I wrote it out as a little premise firstly. And Mm. then I uh, just started playing around with the rhyme. And I just kept playing around with it until I felt it worked well. And because I'm new to rhyme and I actually don't have a lot of critical knowledge about rhyme. I always send my rhyming text to Jackie Hosking, Mm -hmm. who gives me a lovely mentoring service. And Jackie's, I just trust Jackie's sense of rhythm and all of that stuff and meter. So Jackie helps me with that. Um, Sent it to my writers group and all of that. So, yeah, but I felt the story in a way was, I I don't know, quite, um, yeah, it came about quite quickly. Fantastic. All right. Now, I know that you've got something quite exciting and new Mm -hmm. coming up in 2023. Um, So maybe you'd like to tell us a little bit about that. I do. It's my first novel, actually. Um, Yay. It's called Queenie. Middle grade. Middle grade novel. It's Queenie in Seven Moves. It's contemporary fiction. Uh, I wrote it that also actually, funnily enough, I wrote that about the same time as Pegasus. So that was, um, that first year of the pandemic, uh, as if you live in a regional community, you would know a little bit about this, uh, Regional communities like where I live were flooded by people moving out of the city really, really quickly um, because wanting to get out of the city, wanting a change of life, wanting a green tree change or a sea change. And uh, within about six months, all of our property prices just like double, tripled really, really quickly. So people were tumbling out of their rental homes onto the streets, desperately clawing around, looking for places to live, who'd lived in the area for decades. And we were kind of caught up in that because the place we had been living in sold within a week. Mm. Uh, So we were there with two kids and a cat. So we gave the cat away to make our chances a little easier, but very quickly realized it was going to be next to impossible to find something um, adequate. So we... uh, 
ended up living or bunking with friends pretty much just in their studios, in their sheds, that sort of thing. So we did have a house to go back to, fortunately for us. We own a house. Um, it had, but it was being rented at the time and we didn't want to turf out those people. So anyway, so we had about six months to cover um, where we moved place to place to place. So over that summer, we moved seven times effectively. Wow. Um, and we went, I was driving past the property where we used to live and had, had have a strong nostalgic feeling every time I go around that area, quite a lot of sadness. But I, I suddenly saw this character, Queenie, who was a 12-year-old girl who was effectively going through this journey as well uh, over one summer. So at that time, it was called the Summer of Seven Moves. And But, but what was happening for me was that creatively, like I was having my best time ever because not having a house uh not having stuff I was just in this really transient and wonderful space where you know I was just very creative I was reading a lot the kids were reading a lot I was just coming up with story after story and I don't know so that's sort of where out of which I wrote that story and the the whole thing unfolded to me quite quickly I knew the character I knew the situation I almost had the chapter layout almost immediately came home and rang my writing buddy Kia told her she's like yep write it and sounds great so it was I had attempted middle grade before I've I think I've written three different middle grade manuscripts in the past that haven't really gone anywhere for various reasons whereas this one I knew right from the beginning, yep, this is a story I really need to tell. But I, it was also the first time that I'd written in contemporary, um, that kind of contemporary almost YA voice, which mm. is sort of what I read and what I love reading. And I, I I wrote that into a middle grade. And it to me, it just felt like coming home, literally. Uh, and the story's about coming home. But it's it, it just really yeah, rolled off the pen um, beautifully and was just a very creatively, incredibly satisfying and happy experience. And had it just been that, just the writing experience itself, I probably would have been very happy. Um, the fact that it then went to publication, it went to Walker and got read. I think I sent it on Saturday. It got read on a Sunday and I had an offer the next week. Like it was. Goodness gracious me. I've, I know. <laughs> I've never <laughs> Unheard of, literally. Yeah. I've never had anything like that happen to me. And it was just the most beautiful thing to happen to something that you care so deeply about and that feels so personal and felt like such a fruition of so many years of chipping away at trying to write a novel. Uh, even at the time I was in a middle grade writers group and I was still the only person who'd not yet written a published middle grade and just feeling like, I don't think I can ever do this. But this this novel, Queenie and Seven Moves, which comes out in February with Walker is, yeah, proved me wrong. So I'm very, very excited about it. Fantastic. That's so exciting. And it's out in Feb and it looks beautiful. I've got the advanced reader copy here, so I'm very, very lucky. I haven't um, seen it, so you are lucky. I know. I yeah. know. I feel very <laughs> blessed. Um, but you've also got a picture book later in the year as well, haven't you? Yeah. So there's. it's actually the same month, so it's February because it's a <laughs> busy <laughs> Yeah, I know. This is love. So it's a it's coming out Valentine's Day with a firm. It's uh yeah, illustrated by Sasha Haddad. It's it's a rhyme, not a story, but more of a a poem. Uh, it's a celebration of love, and yeah, Sasha's brought a special bit of magic to those illustrations. It's a very inclusive and warm little you know book, and and that one came out of literally. 
I think I was in the Book Room Collective in Byron and I was at their stand and I just, it was like a card or something like that, something about love. And again, it was the same experience, like a little stanza just popped into my head um, that became the first stanza of that book. So, yeah, I'm very excited about that one too. And funnily Sounds enough, brilliant. yeah, Queenie and This Is Love match in cover. So it's kind of good they're coming out oh. at the same time. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Well, speaking of celebrations, we are now going to do a little bit of celebration of summer. So can you start by telling us what your favourite thing is about an Aussie summer? (laughs) I always just remember summers as a kid and my uncle spraying us with a hose. I don't know. We were just out in our swimmers in the backyard and running around under the hose and these days it's probably swimming in the river, say Brunswick River, um, up in northern New South Wales. I just love that so much on a hot summer's day. Beautiful. Um, do you have a tip for inspiring kids to read this summer? Just read whatever you want to read rather than what someone's told you to read. Uh, so if you're someone who loves to read stuff with pictures or funny books or silly books, or like me, contemporary romance, just go for that. Um, And once you read that, read the next one in that style and read the next one in that style and just go wherever your heart takes you. Fantastic. What about writing? Do you have a tip for inspiring kids to write this summer? Uh, Definitely. Um, Well, one of the things I find most effective is taking yourself outside. Uh, So you just take your little notebook or whatever you've got handy and just go sit under a tree and just write whatever comes. And again, it's that same thing. Just trust your instincts, trust the stuff that you really want to write about, read about that. Let that stuff be the stuff that comes through for you. Fantastic. Okay. Are you ready, Zanny Louise? Because this is the big question. <laughs> if you were a summer snack, what would you be? I think I'd have to say a bubble bill. With a big pink nose. Yeah, I just think they're fantastic. They're just so fun. They're cool. They make everyone happy. And the chewing gum, just don't swallow the chewing gum. No, oh, don't swallow the yeah. chewing gum. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> All right. Um, and last question. If you were going to recommend a summer read for kids, what would your recommendation be? Uh, look, I have read so many great books this year um, for my Sunshine House podcast, but um, I'd have to say some of the ones I've loved the most, uh, Dragon Skin by Karen Foxley, which is a middle grade story. Uh, Take a Bow, Noah Mitchell is what I'm reading at the moment. It's Tobias's, Tobias Madden's new YA romance. It's gorgeous. And uh, Unnecessary Drama, which is Nina Kenwood's new young adult book. And it's just that one is a laugh aloud, just such a fun, beautiful, fun read about uh, a girl moving out of home for the first time, moving to Melbourne. And, yeah, highly recommend it. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us for our bite-sized episode, our Summer Snack. Um, mm-hmm. It's always such a pleasure to chat to you, Zenny. Thanks, Al. It's so lovely to chat. 
Well, I hope you agree that was a delicious little interview. You'll find all of the books mentioned in our Summer Snacks show notes at yourkidsnextread.com. I'll be back next week with another snack for you, and Megan and I will return with our full program of Quality Waffle, Book Mail, and other events in Episode 87. In the meantime, you'll find me at alisontate.com and on Facebook and Instagram at alisontatewriter. And you can catch up with Megan's summer shenanigans at Children's Books Daily and at Children's Books Daily on all the platforms. Thanks for listening.